<sighs> yeah, well. Hello, hello. Uh, sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've just come round to tell you all about our uh, podcast. Have you got a couple of minutes? Not really. Uh, well, it'll only, it'll only take a second. It won't take any time at all, I promise, I promise. Um, now, do, do you have any podcasts you already listen to, or are you open to being told about a new podcast? I listen to... I don't think I've got time in my life for another podcast. Well, well, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you about this one anyway. It is a podcast that has uh, things we've listened to, mm-hmm. th- things we've played, oh. uh, things we've, we've watched... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got two queer trans ladies. Oh. Uh, it's got skits and silly voices. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, d- does any of that sound up up your alley? Yeah, right up my alley, actually. Well, well, in that case, I'm glad to introduce you to the Queer and Pleasant Strangers Party. Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Harris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where two queer trans ladies have a bit of a catch-up about our weeks. We and do that. D- do silly bit skits and voices. Mm-hmm. How are you doing this week? I'm full of pie and mash. We ate a lot of mash and pie. We had our first Frey Bentos pie. We did. Which, somehow we've made it this long living in the UK and not consumed one. Well, I don't think they'd ever appealed to me before, and then there was a vegan one, I was like, I might give it a try, and In... then we, we saw Nick having one. When I, we I feel Becky. like they're a northern thing. I, I don't know, maybe. They're, they're, they're that, or like, I, I don't know, I weirdly associate them with like conservative men's clubs, and I don't know why I feel like conservative men would eat Frey Bento Spies. I don't know. But I don't know. There's a vegan one now, it was delicious. It was delicious. And I what think was Becky probably would have described it as fucking ruined. Yeah, because we dared to let it get slightly crispy on the top. A little bit crispy on top. But it still kind of softish. Sort of, yeah, it, was yeah. Little, it had a little softness. It was, I enjoyed yeah. it. What, what sort of filling did we have? I don't uh, remember. It was, it was like a vegetable... Curry it was thing. like a bolty or something, something was it? Like that. Yeah. yeah, a vegetable curry. It was lovely. Mm. Mixed all the filling in with my mash. It was great. A little bit of peas. Oh, a little bit of peas. A little bit of garlic in the mash. Yeah, had a bit of sweet chili and ketchup oh. mixed together as a sauce. It was lovely. Lesh. So, shall we get on with our first segment of the show? You mean it's not what pies are we eating? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is our new- before played. We're now going to have what we've what pies pie are you eating? <laughs> New pie every week. No, this is what we've played. The segment we tend to start the show with where we talk about what we've been playing. What games have you played this week? I've really only played one game that isn't Magic the Gathering Arena, which I'm still I sort of hate playing at this point. Hate playing? Yes, I'm not good at it. Um, I, I, can, I can get decks from online, all I like. Like, really good ones. But I just... It's like... Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, you can go like seven, seven and zero on, on standard event with this. Uh, yeah, it's really easy. You just do the thing. And I'm like, I, I have this deck. I understand how this deck works. I'm doing the thing the deck wants me to do, but apparently I'm being basically told to fuck off. Okay, then. Oh, trading card games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did play a little bit more uh, unsanctioned we did this play week as well. That, that red half a deck doesn't function how a red half a deck usually would. It feels like very much, it feels, it has the same sort of emotion and anger that red has, but with much bigger creatures. Yeah, it it mechanically feels like the the sort of growth, uh, the fast growth of weak creatures into strong creatures that you get out of a green deck. 
Yeah, yeah, like green, uh, it's, or green blue. Even like, it's it's green, got green, almost green. like the creature pacing of like those hydras. Yes, in that suddenly something can become a threat very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but here it's like, here's a creature that when you roll a dice from one to six, it'll have that much, um, you know, toughness and power. Mm-hmm. Um, and supplemented with a bunch of things that let you re-roll the dice until you get the good things. So you get like. Hey, here's two mana for a 6-6 potentially creature. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, and there's that infinite attack creature in that one. Yep, there's the infinite power creature. Woo! Yeah, And then there's me who's desperately trying to make Golgari work. And the three main black creatures in that deck are a fucking nightmare. Because you yeah. need at least like 10 mana to get them out. Yeah, like... I feel like the red and the black might work really nicely as a combo because you'd have the oh red for early creatures and then the black for your for your end game. Yeah. But like, yeah, the the black just it needed something with a much quicker opening game to really work. I think. I was so frustrated that even though we managed to hit Booster Tutor twice, I still have not got round to sorting out the cards that we opened from the Booster Tutor. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry that it frustrated you that bad. It's fine. Oh, goodness. And then we play some normal tabletop Magic the Gathering. Yeah. And I lost very badly at that as well. Uh, and then I hate played some Magic Arena, and I lost a lot at that as well. Oh, no. I'm very sorry. But as I was saying, the thing I played apart from that, I yes. started playing Divinity Original Sin 2 <gasps> yes, Divinity Edition. We've, yeah, you've been playing that, that, that very D&D-ish uh, video game. It's not how I imagine D&D, but sure. I, okay. It, it is, it feels very Baldur's Gate. It's it's very older editions of D&D uh, in its play style. But uh, yeah, how are you getting on with it? Um, it's very pretty. I wish the, I wish like um, Q&E would do like World Spinny. Okay. But they don't. No. Is there you any way to, to like em- set that? Uh, maybe. I haven't really fucked about with it. But every time I play, I'm like, I don't like pressing the middle mouse button on this because it's pressing the scroll wheel and it just feels awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Do not like. Yeah. Um, it's just like, and and I just keep going to do like Q and E to to spin the world around, and it's like, I'm just gonna open your inventory <laughs> or your character, whatever it is. It's like, no, no, I need, uh, no, not that. No. Please, please, no. Please, no. Yeah, so that's been a thing. I like the fact that you can just sort of hold, uh, like, left alt and then click on the thing that, as it pops up because it will show you all of the things that you can pick up. Yeah, that is really nice. Um, I've just got sort of properly into Fort Joy and yeah. um, I've done a couple of missions there. I seem to have a, a full team of four now. Yep. I, I don't know if there's more than four people to choose from, but I have four. <laughs> You do have four. I've picked four randoms. I've let <laughs> them do the default thing that they want to do. Yeah. I seem to have two hitty people and two magicy people. Yeah. That and seems like a good combo. You've been going around doing your quest. There was one this morning where you're trying to talk to someone. They were like, get away, cannibal! And then you let one of your other party members go. And they're like, oh, hello. Please save me. Get away, cannibal! I'm not talking to you either, other character. Oh, you. You all talk to. <laughs> I'm literally a walking skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> was 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 this the skeleton that was like usually when I rip people's faces off? Yeah, the the skeleton that we found initially trying to rip the face off somebody. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I just I I want to have a face. I need a and, mask, and they're not using the face right now. Right, because I want. Can floppy. I have a face? 
What if I had a little face as a treat? I I like the writing in this game. It's quite funny. Yeah, yeah. It has a good sense of humour. Um, I I find the narrative narrator quite amusing. Yes. Um, I feel a little bit bad that I was just like fuck everyone else on this boat. I've just spent ten minutes getting out of here and. The prompts seem to be implying that it would be a bad idea to go back. <laughs> and now I've washed up and everyone's like, you the fucker on the boat. Pissed off. It's like, <laughs> I'm very sorry about leaving you all to die. Well, I mean, I saw a route to safety. I saw a route to safety and then I looked at the Steam achievements and it was like, you made it to shore without being destroyed by the Kraken. Only 86% of people have done this. It's like... Hmm. Well, I, I feel like that's a b- bonus. Yeah. May, maybe I did the right thing. <laughs> maybe I was supposed to get eaten by the kraken. Is there really any right or wrong in a world of krakens? Tentacle love is the only right. <laughs> no, I mean, you have a right to tentacle love. Please. Well, if the tentacles are consenting. <laughs> if they are consenticles, as it were. As it yeah, were. Um, I'm enjoying it. I picked a magic user and wound up in a world where magic users are not very popular, apparently, and apparently God's dead, maybe, or something. I, I love it. Maybe I should have played the first one, I don't know. Uh, I jumped in with the second and it gave enough explanation as it went to go like, oh, I see what's up. I kind of like that stories like that where you jump into a world and it's like, the world exists and you're mm. in it. Yeah. And it's like... Okay, I guess I'll just work it out as I go along. Yeah, yeah. Goodness. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll come back to that exact thought later on in the show. Oh, will we now? Hmm. Well, shall you? What have you been playing? I can talk about a thing I've been playing by myself this week. I've, I've been watching. I've been playing uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. Uh... I've been I've been continuing to make progress in that. Um, so I need to hurry up and get through that game because apparently it takes like. Eight hours to complete, and I'm nine hours in, and I'm I'm only just starting the third of uh, the three environments. I've been playing a bit slow, but um, yeah, I still think that Ori and the Blind Forest is a beautiful sort of uh, challenging platformer meets Metroid Metroid style game. My biggest complaints with it are that a lot of the uh, maneuverability tools that make it a rewarding, uh, difficult platformer are rationed out over time as, say, your like Metroid upgrades. And the problem there is that the game is really not fun until you start getting a lot of those. Mm. Um, like I kind of wish it had given more of the tool set earlier on, so that like think things like the double jump, the dash, the you know. Some basic abilities that allow you to course correct slightly. Hmm. Um, it loves to have very, very, very thin platforms where if you slightly misland, you die. Um, and I still feel a bit weird about its checkpointing system. I, I understand that for people who play this game multiple times through and who really love it, being able to set your checkpoints exactly where you want them, that's great. That's wonderful. Uh, in theory, a great ability. But as I said last week, I think... It's limited by resources you find through the map, and on a first playthrough you're going to have no idea if something far, far tougher is just around the corner that you really should have saved your checkpoint for. Mm. And it leads to countless points in this first playthrough where I'll have reached an area and gone, I've got zero checkpointing crystals. 
And I'll complete, like, if I was designing this game for traditional checkpointing, I can see, like, three or four places where I'm like, yeah, there would have been a checkpoint there, because that's the end of a segment. That would have been a checkpoint. That would have been a checkpoint. And because I don't have any checkpoints to activate, I'm like, I have to do all three or four of these challenging bits back to back. Repeatedly doing sections I can do already, and that I'm, like, not failing at any time. I keep doing it right, just to get to the bit that I'm actually struggling with. Mm. And I think that's been the thing that's frustrated me. And, um... I believe the sequel is out this week, so when I finally finish playing this, I will get around and play the sequel. Uh, this week will. This week, this week will. Um, everything I have heard about the sequel, the, the main thing I heard is, hey, they made it so there are just sensible checkpoints wherever checkpoints should probably be, mm. and that is the main thing I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, narratively, it feels a little sort of hit you over the head. Um... I feel like the game is at its best when it's wordlessly telling a story through um, the animation of its characters and the way they interact with the world and the environments you're travelling through and letting it organically tell the story as you go. I think when it stops to have a narrator go, and then this happened and this was this character's motivation and here is what they were feeling and this is what was going on, it it just really fucking halts the... (laughs) The narrative feels like it would have been much stronger if it had been exclusively shown and left to interpretation rather than spelling out every narrative beat as it happened. Mm. Um, I think this is a situation where less would have been more. Um, But I'm still still finding it fascinating. I have too many abilities and I keep forgetting that I can do certain (laughs) things. I keep forgetting that I have a parachute I can sort of hold to slow my fall. And I keep forgetting that... Certain enemy types that don't shoot projectiles, I can do a thing that I usually use for projectiles, I can do it on this other type of enemy. Uh, and that's an important thing that I keep forgetting and hitting roadblocks. But I'm getting there. It is a difficult game that I am making my way through. Make my way through the game. Uh, last I looked, I believe I've played about 12 hours, I think, because uh, I've done four streams. Probably closer to 10, because there's probably a few hours of stopping to chat with chat and stuff mm-hmm. over those four streams, but to chat with chat. Um, I've died like eight, nine hundred times. Wow. Yeah, I died a lot. So it's sans level difficult. <sighs> it's the, the sans number of deaths spread across a whole game rather than just one boss fight, but... Well, that um, seems more satisfactory. Yeah. Here's the thing. I keep comparing it to Celeste, which was like the last time I played like a really tough platformer, mm-hmm. and I think one of the reasons that like it felt uh, Celeste felt so much more satisfying mechanically was I would argue Celeste was a more challenging platformer but it was so much better with its checkpointing every challenge you had was here is a screen get like you at worst have to get from one side of the screen to the other and through a door and then you're checkpointed Every single screen is checkpoint. Yeah, you made it, it through. Waste your time. Yeah, you, there's no need to backtrack. And the controls are yeah. tight as a vice. Exactly. The controls are precise. They're like not floaty. I always felt in control of the character, and I never got thrown back further than the current thing that is killing me. And that makes such a difference. And the other thing I find with things like that is you can get like a muscle memory for that specific thing rather than yes. like in the old days of punishing platformers it would be oh you died on this thing go back to the beginning of the game yes now you've got to play all the way through that and 
you, if I mean, if you're anything like me, you will start to get frustrated and start dying earlier and earlier and oh, earlier yeah. and earlier. And eventually you, you just go, fuck this. This is the yeah. thing. The more times you have to repeat a thing you've already done correctly, the more you start failing on it on it because you rush. Because you're mm. like, I can fucking do this. Why should I have to do this? I shouldn't have to fucking do this. Like, oh, I'm dying. Yeah. And yeah. And the game stops being fun. Yeah. So it's it's... It's not... I, I'm still enjoying it. I intend to finish playing it. Um, I'm taking a bit of a break from it because mm-hmm. as... <gasps> when we record this, uh, tomorrow the Roller Champions Alpha goes live, uh, which is that Roller Derby Ubisoft game that's getting like a week and a half demo. I'm super looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, remind me, I will give you a code for that. Awesome. Because I got, I got given five codes for it because... Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, that's going to be my streaming time for the next little while. Ori, I don't love you enough to to <laughs> to forsake time. You're not with roller a roller derby. You're not a roller derby video game. You can you can just go sit in the corner for a week. Yeah, what about you? Have you played anything else this we week? We played a thing together. We did. Do you want to tell us about what we played together? We played the first scenario of the the base campaign of the Arkham Horror Living Card Game. <laughs> yes, which is different from other Arkham Horror games people might have heard of. Yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to get into that whole thing? Uh, so I'd heard that there was an Arkham Horror board game, and I'd heard that it was complicated. Yeah. And I'd heard that the Arkham Horror card game was like a simplified version of that. Yeah. What I only heard recently was actually between that and the card game, there is Eldritch Horror, which is a cut down version of the original Arkham Horror card game. Yeah. So we sat and watched like a twenty minute explanation. I think it was like a 40 minute explanation. We oh, watched it... 20 minutes and we just sat there going, what the yeah. fuck? So there was there was the board game, then they simplified it to the other board game and it was still too complicated, so they simplified it to the living card game, which is still quite complicated. It's still quite complicated, but like, oh my goodness, yeah, I'm that... so glad we didn't... Yeah, we, we watched a video of the, the original board game and it took the, the presenter, who was like, they were very clear and concise yeah. and moving snappy through it. Oh, yeah. It took them 25 minutes to explain what each of the, like, 30 piles of cards on the table were to do with. Yep. To say what the 12 possible actions on a turn are, and the five stages of a turn. Without This isn't like, he didn't even get to the bit where he goes, now I'll show you a an example round so you get a feel of it. Yeah. No, it was 25 <laughs> minutes to list... Okay, well, this is this is the de- this is the section of the board for if you get knocked out of time and space, and here's the and it, that was the bit <laughs> that, that, was got the that got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get knocked out of time and space, you move to this bit of the board. If you if you happen to be somewhere other than here on the board, you know, like outside of time and space, <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? I mean, sure, but also, huh? Yeah, yeah. It it was it was twenty five minutes simply to list. Here's what's in the box, and like what a turn consists of. Yeah, and I thought I'd struggled with setting up, like, the card game because I was like, okay, there's a lot of instructions here. Like, I've got three instruction books and several piles of cards. Yeah. And I... I mean, I totally get it now. Now yeah. it's been explained. It makes I just, sense like, now. Totally get it, 100%. Yeah. Do you want to explain the card game, then? Um, so, basically, you build... In the, the base set, you get enough to build two decks. Yep. Um, you have different, uh, I think, five different characters in the base set, mm-hmm. and they have a specific, uh, like, a class. They, yeah, and they have, like, a default starter deck. It's like, this character can use these cards and these cards, and this character can use these cards and these cards. Cool? Okay, bye. 
And uh, like then you can upgrade those decks yeah, later it's, on. It's it's a narrative campaign where depending on how you do, you earn experience points that you can use to purchase new cards for your deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and the general concept, at least in this first uh, campaign we did, was well, first scenario. Yeah, first scenario was you're in you're in your house and things are starting to go real fucking spooky. Um, you the gotta... door's missing to your study. Yeah, you're locked you... in. Yeah, so you gotta find some clues, fight some monsters, explore other rooms in the house, uh, fight more things, find Get more clues. A barrier. Lots of things will try and kill you. Mm-hmm. Collect a NPC maybe to help you out. Try not to completely lose your mind. Yeah. Uh, you've got health and sanity meters that you're trying to keep keep down. Otherwise, you take permanent damage to those stats that yeah. persist through the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and the whole time there's this sort of doom system that's ticking up counters and things get worse and worse and worse for you. And yep. if you if you get to the last stage of, of that, all things get bad real fast. Yeah, and that and like there there's no way really to lose the campaign. It's because you can just pick another character and go into the next scenario. Yeah. But it's it's branching and there's branching endings as well, depending yes. on like do do you do you get through with both your characters alive? When you, if you do get to the end alive, which of these choices do you make? And you have to mark down like this is what I did, and do you just flee from the house, full stop. Yeah, and then like yeah, you can um, just run away without finishing the mission. Yeah, did you die during the mission? Okay, well that's a problem because now you will start with. Uh, did you? Well, I think did you become incapacitated? Is is the yeah it's, the correct thing? It's... Did you become incapacitated? You now have permanently one less health. All, the rest of yes, the all one less sanity if that ticks yeah. up to the top, which means that like you're more likely to get knocked out before the end of the next campaign. Yes. Yeah. Even we played on like the the easier of the two difficulties, and it was still we were up against that clock. I don't know how we managed to draw minus four from the from the There's chaos a... bag. Oh yeah. We'll we'll get to this in a minute. There's like I think ten to twelve different tokens in this bag. We managed to pull out exactly the same one somewhere in the, the region of the, eight there's or only, nine times. The, there's only one of in the bag. Yeah. And we were like shuffling the bag up yep. so well. And, and like, oh, like there minus it four again. We're being haunted by minus four. Yeah. So the the system for how skill checks are done is your character has its own uh, base stats for uh, for certain things. So it's like intelligence. Uh, Force. Yeah, uh, um, bas- will I think is one. Yeah, of them? basically, like how good's your brain, how good's your book smarts, uh, your investigation skills, and how good at running yeah. away. Yeah, exactly. And you can augment them using cards in your deck mm-hmm. uh, that you can equip for various resources. Yeah. And whenever you go up against like a skill check to try and find a clue, or I want to punch an enemy, or I want to run away. Um, you know what the the enemies or what the stat is you have to beat, and you know what your stat is. The thing that complicates it is the bag of potentially bad things that could happen where you draw. It's like, okay, well, my score is a four, and I have to pass a three, so that's fine. I can win. Oh no, I have to draw a neg, a, a thing out the bag which could be zero. I might still have four. Could be a minus one. That'll still be fine. I'll be three and three. We'll match. Could be a minus four. Could be a minus X for however many ghoul enemies. Could there be are an automatic fail. Yep. If you're very lucky, there's that that good one in there that can do nice things. Yeah. Well, there's but... also a plus one in there. Yeah, yeah. There is a plus one, but usually it's how lucky am I feeling that like I won't pull a really bad number out and fail this check. <laughs> like you, you might be like, I have a four and I need to pass a three. 
let's just add a few extra points on mine just in case. Just a, just a few yeah, can points. I get myself up to like a seven so I've got like a four point clearance before I try and just, just check? To, just to be sure. Just to be sure. Yeah, it's a really fun game and I'm desperate to play more of it. I've been yeah. looking online at um, like custom fan made print and play scenarios. Yeah. Some of them are apparently quite well regarded by the community, so thinking I might pop down to local print shop at some point and get a yeah. get a set of like a full set of another campaign. I'm, I'm very into playing more of this. I think uh, the the day that this goes up, we're probably going to play the second uh, campaign. So yes, the day yeah. that this goes up. Yes, sorry. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, mm. Yes, yes. Yes, we are. Sunday. I think we're probably going to play some more. Mm. Gosh, we'll have so many games to talk about next week. <laughs> Won't we just? But yeah, the the first one seemed really well paced. We yeah. we played that first campaign twice just because yeah. the first one we were very much getting our heads around how the mechanics worked. Yeah. Uh, and both times, like it was paced pretty well, so that we either we either finished it one turn before the count the doom counter reached its scary final stage. Or on the turn that it hit its final stage, mm. so like we were pretty well paced that we were getting through at the the sort of speed that the bad things were just about to happen. Mm. I would be interested to see what it's like with other characters. Yeah, because we've we've played with the sort of standard basic, like the ones they recommend for like new players. Yeah, you're very good at punching, and I'm very good at thinking and running away. Yeah, which are important skills in this game and very yeah. complementary. But, like, it'd be interesting to see, like, hey, here are these two other characters. These ones are very good at thinky and book smart things, but not good at punchy and running away. Yeah. And those are the two skills you really need to fight evil. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, like, what their other, like, their other things are, but there is definitely a replayability aspect yeah. there. I imagine if you had, like, uh, the brain and the book, you could probably, like, clear out all your clues real fucking fast and, like, be like... No, we're just not messing around. We're just going to get it done before anything spawns. Run! Yeah. If anything does spawn, we're fucked. But, you know, <laughs> until then, let's just go, 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 get everything sorted. Go, go, go. I, I mean, I guess. I'm also interested to see, like, how how the levelling up stuff is going to help us. Like, yes. it was nice to sort of go, hey, here is, like, a, an amount of XP that you've made for completing the game in this way. Yeah. Go look through the rest of the deck. And look at, like, there are just pips on the tops of the card. Yeah. It's like, how many pips? That's how much experience you need to spend to add yeah, this to your we, deck. Yeah, we, we had enough that we each got, like, three or four new cards for our deck, I think. Mm -hmm. Did we both get three? I got three. Yeah, I got three as well. We each, we each added three new cards to our deck that mm -hmm. we're quite happy with. Yep. And, yeah, it feels like there's some room some room in this game mm. to, to, to grow. Yeah, I've been looking at the, the uh, expansion, like, the official expansion stuff as well. Yeah. It's interesting. So there's like a deluxe box, which is about the same, or maybe like two thirds of the price of, of the base game. Yeah. Which comes with like a bunch of stuff and two more scenarios towards the campaign. And then there are mythos packs. And each one of those deluxe expansions has six mythos packs. Yeah. And they're about, I think new they were probably around to, closer to 20 quid, but you can get most of them, like the original certainly from like the first set for about mm, up to about 15 16 pounds now and it's like i think total this works out to about 110 quid for everything you would need to get through that particular campaign but apparently those campaigns are like a lot more in depth they'd have to be with that many scenarios yeah yeah and apparently the writing is absolutely incredible yeah well 
We'll, Maybe. We'll, Work we'll, up to we'll that. see how much replay value we get out of this and how we get on with the, the sort of fan-made additional scenarios. Yep. And we'll see. If we yeah. if this turns out to be one that we really, really fucking love. Maybe. Yeah. Well, the other thing is it's got a single player. Yes. So I might do some streaming. Good luck. That seems like it would be deadly. Single player. Uh, I mean, it scales appropriately, I guess, because you would have... A lot of the stuff is per investigator. So if there's only one investigator, hmm. you only have to find like as many clues as you do for that room. So you are correct, but also um, you would only have one set of skills, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't have anything to back up like the skills you're lacking it's in, true. which is going to be fun. Mm. Definitely only playing that one on easy. Yeah. Your first upgrade for your deck be like, right, well, the things that I'm shit at, let's get some cards for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be, I think it'd be really interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, I think you would definitely build to level your character out in single player rather than I'm going to super increase my one good thing. Uh, well, that's my gut feeling anyway. Yeah, like, the, what the, I, I feel like you might end up getting through characters a bit. Like, yeah. Not everyone will get leveled up. It's just like, okay, that person's dead. Sorry. Yeah. Having to move into the character. And the, and the campaigns seem to add extra characters. I think there's like five per, five or so per campaign. And like a bunch of extra stuff. And then like once you've got those, technically you can use locations and creatures and things and just make your own stuff. Yeah. There must be people who've homebrewed I out, out so. of what exists in the box rather than here is a print and play idea. Yeah. Artwork for the print and play is very impressive as well, I found. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What about you? Have you played anything else? I think that's the main stuff I've played. I've been playing something else, but I can't really talk about yeah. it yet. So next week I'll have something to talk about. Well then, time, time for this. Do you have a hard time remembering to eat? I mean, the time just flies by. Do you struggle to remember to look after yourself by washing or going to bed on time? There's so many other things I should be doing. How would you like a sitter? Tell me more. Sitters are essentially babysitters for adults. They'll come around, make sure you eat, drink, have a bath, and go to bed on time. There might even be snackies in a bedtime story. They might even tuck you in. Sitters. Because adult responsibility is really hard, especially if you're really easily distracted or overworked. Thanks, capitalism. <laughs> oh, oh my head! Oh, I can't think. It feels like my head's in a vice. Oh, brain cells. Hello, brain cells. Hello, uh, hi, hi, brain cells. Um, hey! Yeah, you're having a having a party again, huh? Smashing time, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I don't want to harsh anyone's vibe. It's a great party. party. But like, could we turn the music down by like ten percent, please? How about you just get some earplugs and we just party? I mean, you're literally inside my skull. Earplugs aren't going to help. You're not outside my head. Like, could you join us? Could you at least put some eggshells on the wall? Some egg- cardboard egg boxes on the walls? Is that going to help? That should soundproof. Party! Oh. What's it? No, 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 the ibuprofen. No, no, no. Zalora! Yes? What have you put in your eye?
movies. Honestly, this week's just been continuing to like watch the new episodes of things we're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we continued with Picard this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that continues to be real fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the a lot of the things that have been set up in that first half of the season are really paying off right now. Um, yep. I I am really fucking enjoying it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying seeing all the things unravel, and it's weird to think we only have like three episodes left and the season's done. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a there's a lot going on and a lot to go on. Mm. I like I like that we got to see some characters back again as well. We did. Yeah, it and was, their, was very sweet. Their characterization was fascinating. Yes. Uh, uh, what about you? Um, well, we wa- we watched a bunch more DS9. I think we're heading towards the end of season three. Yeah, we're nearly at season four. We've not hit it yet because we still have the original theme tune, and yes. I'm pretty sure the the second one is season four. Yeah, I think someone on Twitter the other day was saying it changes around. Season I think it was H Bomber guy that was uh, was mentioning it the other day. Probably, maybe someone, someone on the internet, someone on the internet mentioned season four. Yeah. And the only other thing we really watched is we we watched a couple of extra episodes from Stephen Universe's future. Yeah, we finally got some more episodes of that. There's only two left, I think. Two or four episodes. It's it's right down to the wire. A couple of weeks left. Yeah. Um, they're really hammering home with that whole Stephen, uh, Stephen's mental health problems mm-hmm. season. Yeah, mental health problems, and like I was thinking about this 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 afternoon about how um. Like, I too have been in a situation where I've been like, I've been fighting for this thing and fighting for this thing for a very long time. Uh-huh, and yeah. now that thing isn't there for me to fight in yeah. for anymore. And I kind of feel a bit lost. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's it's fair to say, I, I suspect you maybe have the same one of those as me, which is the fighting <laughs> through the NHS. Yeah, fighting yes. through the NHS, through the trans, uh, you know, medical pipeline. Um... Yeah, there is this feeling that when you've been, like, you've had one goal that's been, like, the end goal you've been working towards for ages, yes. there's this weird feeling of, what now? What am I now? I, yeah. It, 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 I think because of, like, the, the time it takes and, and yeah. the stress and stuff, it kind of becomes just everything. Yes. And I, again, I like... It was a. It's a stressful thing that was going on, and it, yeah. you know, you, you're that. It's out there. Like I should be relieved that it stopped. Yeah. But also, my oh, no. whole identity has been tied this, up in this. This, this. Yeah. This thing that was a very big part of my life has just gone, and what do I fill that space it's, with? It's been all I've been able to think about for yeah. years and years and years. Perhaps all of my life. Yeah. It's, and now. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen's journey has very much been that. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of. Oh, time to unpack all the trauma I've accumulated over years of having to grow up way too fast. Yep. Being a child with all the, all these ad hoc responsibilities mm-hmm. on the head. Oops. Oh, what was what was the tweet I saw the other day? I saw someone tweet something that felt very uh, applicable to Stephen Universe, which mm. is uh, it's like ah, if you were told by uh, by adults when you were growing up, oh, you're you're so mature for your age. Ah, oh, no, that's 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 just trauma happening. <laughs> that's 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 trauma you're gonna have to deal with later, child. Uh, the one I liked recently was the um, uh, if if people told you uh, you're an old soul as a kid, God, yeah, <laughs> that means you're wow, you're already real fucked up. Wow. It's like hey, 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 you've got some real fucking depression packed in there. Huh, How's that depression coming along? Because it looks like it's going pretty fucking big, huh? Uh, yeah, but like I, I think I, I of the two episodes we saw, I really, I really liked the one that was the Stephen Heavy. 
how do I deal with the fact that I f I feel like if I don't do things for people, they're going to leave if I'm not useful to them. Friendships based around ooh, being useful. Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh, offer ooh, right off the offering to do things that you really don't have the time or energy or resources to do, but but yep. I gotta do it or they won't want them as a friend. Yup. That show's real fucking relatable, huh? So relatable. Uh, and then we got that nice, that nice roller roller skating episode. That was that was a sweet one. That was a sweet one. I, I was not anticipating the um, the shipping that got implied. Mm. I am curious if that will develop. I I liked how um they they each had one roller skate at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I, that was quite adorable. I I like that we got to see some characters having friends outside of. Some some human friends outside of the group that we know. Mm, that was nice. Yeah. 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 I think that's all I've watched really, other than catching up on more My Hero Academia and Haikyuu. How was that how's that going? I mean, both of them I'm really enjoying right now. Mm -hmm. Um My Hero Academia has basically just gotten to a bit of a here's a light hearted couple of ep the downtime couple of episodes, but like in the background of them, it's like, oh, the end of this happy downtime arc is where it's going to get serious again. They've already started going like, oh, this this villain goal show, show up at the end of the downtime. The downtime's not going to be totally happy, but it's happy now. Okay. And um, Haikyuu just continues to be, hey, now that we've gone and done our solo practice and come back together and got back to working as a team, let's try practicing against one of the other teams and see if we can put what we've learnt into practice and show how all the characters have developed before we head off to the national tournament. Mm -hmm. ah, I like my animals. Animals. My animals. Animals. My animals. Animals. Yeah, you're animals. Yes, much. Yeah. You can pet the animals. You can pet the animals. I think that's everything I've watched. What about you? Um, I've been... Because of something that's going to come up in Listen to a bit, I get, I've been getting lots of SCP animation videos. Oh yes, yes. Um, I so the one I watched uh, from S SCP animated Tales from the Foundation, I guess. Yeah, Tales from the Foundation. Um, I watched uh, Life in the Endless I I IKEA, SCP three zero zero eight. So for anyone who doesn't know about SCP, this is basically. Weird, mysterious objects and or places. Creepy pasta on the internet. Yeah. What if it was all connected? Yes. What What if What if there were a bunch of mysterious... Like, basically anyone can write their own fan fiction about mysterious object or mysterious place, but then what if they were all connected as one big thing? What was that 90s show? Is it Warehouse 13 or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I never watched that show, but I get, I get the impression it's like... Here is the weird place where we collect all the weird shit. Yeah. But it's owned by the government, and many of these things will literally kill you. Yes. This this is very much like people write first-hand accounts as if they are real things that they experience. Yeah. It's all just kind of like first-person writing prompts. Yeah, it's like, hey, I, I, I work in this thing, and today I, I assessed SCP blah 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 blah, yeah. and it's, it's, it's a, a sentient teddy bear, and it can move around... On its own, not to be mistaken for that plus one, which is an evil one. And if you <laughs> if you blink, it will kill you. <laughs> um, there's the thing that's made of uh, of literally, literally made of concrete. Yeah. That if you blink or close your eyes or no one's looking at it, it will move and literally just butcher you. Yeah. 
yeah. um, which I think was in the one of the games. There was a whole blink mechanic in that. Um, yeah, so this was about an end of Ikea, where the staff are trying to kill you. Um, what else did I watch? I watched um, SCP Sedition, uh, two sort of interview style animations with SCP-035 uh, on Tat's Top videos. Um, that was an interesting one. It's like a, a, a sentient mask, apparently created by one of the Greek gods. Huh. And it literally takes over and destroys its host. Interesting. And, um, yeah, and it's got like a, hey, I've lived all this time through history. And they're like, so what's your relation to other SCP? And uh, just this weird yeah. sort of masked face on what is clearly some kind of poor prisoner. Like, whatever they did, I don't think they deserve to be liquefied by a thing. Or at one point, it just, like, tw- snaps one of... Th- snaps its host's neck, because it gets annoyed with the interviewer. She's like, what are you going to do about this then, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, yeah, they were really interesting. Um, it's it's a fascinating little fiction genre. Yeah, I, I've I've seen a few sort of SCP things, and I've always rather liked genre. I I mean, I like sort of short anthology horror. Yeah, which is kind of what we'll get to in the listen segment. Can should you we guess what it is? Yeah. <laughs> should we Should we head over there? Uh, have you Have you got got anything else? No, watch? that's no, no. about all I've watched. Well, really. then let's head over to the the, the other bit. Woo! Hello, got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you like getting stuff delivered? I do, as a matter of fact. Do you like getting stuff delivered when you're at home? I mean, yeah, it's really useful. Do you like stuff getting delivered when you're not at home? Um, that would, I guess, be useful. Would you like things left in a eh, probably safe place? How probably safe are we talking? I mean, you 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 live in a six-story block of flats, right? Yeah. Do you reckon you could get it down off the roof if someone just happened to lob it up there? No. Like if you if you your PlayStation Five got delivered and they just no, it up I, on the roof. I don't think I could get it off the roof. So it's safe. Technically, well, why not head head on over to Yodelay? Oh God, that delivery company! Yeah, the yodeling one. Indeed, you'll have to yodel to get you. You can be like, I need this to arrange redelivery of this thing because I will not be at in at the time that you say that you're gonna deliver this. And rather than trying to check a website that probably doesn't work or entering a very long code that you might misspell, you just lean your head out the window and go, Yodelay-hoo! I'm never getting my parcel, am I? No. Well, at least I'm not getting it at a discount, I guess. Exactly! You can head over right now to yodelay-hoo.co.uk.lol.net and get 35% off maybe getting your package! (laughs) If I can get it 30% of the, off the time, then it's probably all right. It's, there you go. That There you go. They're not, they're not even paying us for that. We've written you a new catch line. <laughs> it's probably all right. That's yodelayhoo.lol.net.co.uk, probably. And into the code QNPS108, I think. 108? Oh. Probably. 
Probably something like that. <laughs> Pretty sure it's eight. Uh, yeah, and you can get a discount. Nice. Mm. Inside the boardroom of Electronic Actor Softworks. Hi, 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 hi. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm, I'm good, good, De- yeah. Definitely, definitely not ill. Nope, same, nope, nope. same, same here, same here. No, um, too rich to get ill. Too rich. I, I have other people to get ill for me. Yeah. So I've, uh, I've been thinking, you know, with, with all the people who have been getting ill recently, uh... Yeah, but it, it's probably all fake notes. Exactly. We'll just def- gather them all together and they can make us yeah, money. It's definitely not us, but... Yeah. It has had an interesting effect I've been seeing, and I I, I think it, it maybe means something for business, so, uh... Right. You know, we had, we had a, you know, E3 coming up. Yeah. 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 Big show. Big, big show. We were a lot gonna, of money. Yeah, we were gonna hire up that whole, uh, big hall and have all the celebrities on yeah. stage, and it was, you know... Probably like a quarter of our annual budget was going right. on, you know, you know, and it, it's important because we need to make yeah. the big advert. Got a like, hop knob. Got to get all those industry contacts. Yeah, yeah. So got to make people wait in line until they shit themselves. I mean, we assume we have to do that, but I think maybe I really we, like doing that. I know, but I think I might have a way for us to save some money Go and on. still make all the money. Go on. So, with that illness that's going around, and it's <laughs> going around, a bunch of companies have been pulling out of E3, and like, that seems like a bad idea. How are we going to advertise? Those, the, they're not allowed to pull out. Yeah. That's our advertising. Yeah, yeah. So, our network. Yeah, but here's, here's what I learned. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. apparently, one of our rivals has for a few years now just been not hiring the big hall at huge personal expense, not spending the money. What? And just putting the advert on the internet, on a, on, on the internet. How's anyone going to see that? Apparently, not only do people still watch it, they watch it even more. So, we don't need the hall. No. We don't need all the booth stuff. We don't need all the cutouts and standees. We no. don't need to hire like a random adventure playground thing that'll rebrand themselves for no, a few No, no, no. And but people will praise it because they will say, you just stuck to announcement, 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 which, you know, we know that's code for we gave you adverts with no breaks. Right. But like, they will be happy that they got nothing but the adverts. Right. But, um, how do I get to make people wait in line until they shit themselves? Well, well, see, we we can still just go like, hey, hey, one game shop in the country, they get a 10 minute demo, here's a 15 hour line to get to play that demo. We can still uh, make them, and that way, we don't have to, we don't have to hire anywhere, and we can still make a big line where people have to shit themselves. And we don't shit. even have to clean up the shit out. I know, it's not even our problem. You are a fucking genius. I know. So, <gasps> what have you put in your ears? I've really not put much in my ears this week. It's been you a very... You put things in your ears. Nothing smaller than your elbow, <laughs> my doctor. It's, it's been a really busy week f- with work things that I can't entirely talk about yet. So, I've mainly been listening to music that I can sort of have on in the background while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to one of my favourite old browser plugins that I love. Um, it is an Animal Crossing music plugin, and the whole thing it does is, based on your local time and date, mm-hmm. it will play Animal Crossing music from the most recent 3DS game mm-hmm. uh, that is applicable to the time of day, day of the week, and season you are in, to basically be like, if you logged into Animal Crossing right now, what music would it be playing you? Huh. And it just, like, if you tune in on, like, uh, Friday night when... 
uh, KK Slider would be playing, or play some KK Slider, and yeah, it's just, I I really like that it, it's lo-fi music to study to, but that sort of changes with the mood as the day progresses, and like, while I'm like getting into that writing headspace, it's nice to have a sense of how time's passing by the music just sort of every now and then ticking over every hour, and I'm like, ah, oh, we've we've built to this point. Ah, some time has gone. Mm. It gives me a good sense of my day. Mm. It's interesting you say that because one of the things I've been listening to this week is um, back to mynoise.net. Oh yes, what um, did you find on there? Uh, Eighty-eight keys. I don't know if you've listened to this. I one. don't know what is this. It's, it's basically automatically generated piano music. Oh. Um. So there'll be like some like some long notes and some like little fast bits, <laughs> and then there'll be like a couple of big sort of chunky chords and maybe some bass in the background. It's like this is really interesting, and the fact that it's sort of automatically generated. It's like yeah. no one will ever listen to this piece of music again. Oh no, that's that's almost sad, but magical. Yeah. Ah, what about you? Have you listened to anything else? Uh, the only other thing I've been listening to uh, is, again, while I've been working, I've been listening to a lot of the Persona 5 soundtrack. For reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been listening to just a lot of that game's background music, and... <sighs> they ripped off that track from Dice Funk. Oh my God. There, was the, there was definitely a moment where that music was playing, and you were like, Is this, this music from Dice Funk? Funk? I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's from Dice Funk. Um, so yeah, it, a lot of that that music, uh, the music in in that game, uh, will have very simple themes that it will revisit in a bunch of different ways. It'll take like one bass track and have like a bunch of different arrangements of it mm. that it sort of cycles through. So if you leave a track playing, it'll sort of be the same track that's playing no matter how long you leave it but it'll just slightly change and then change back into another version of it and it makes it very easy to listen to what is essentially the same piece of music for long stretches of time Mm. um which again has been really nice this week just music that i can just tune out and sort of have pleasantly in the background yeah yeah. Mm. What about you? Do you want to talk about the horror thing? Let's talk about the thing. Talk so, about the thing. Uh, thank you to everybody who has recommended this to me. I was going to get around to it eventually, but like all things, it took for fucking ever. I've started listening to the Magnus Archives. Oh, yes. I I have previously listened to this off of uh, my friend Makita's recommendation. I think Makita was probably one of the people that recommended it to me. Uh, well. Yeah, Makita's uh, <laughs> social media Big is proponent. often... A lot of Magnus Archives posts. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's one of the people I know. I think I think Tricky's recommended to me, possibly Krimi. Um, yeah, people have recommended this to me, usually after listening to the program. Have <laughs> <laughs> you listened to the Magnus Archives? No, I haven't had time. It... <laughs> and and very often I find myself depressed by these things. Like, yeah, you did that considerably better than I could have done. <laughs> I, and now I feel bad about making anything. No, <laughs> I, I, I feel like the Magnus Archives has very much been like the new thing that has captured the attention of people who are really into Welcome to Night Vale, mm-hmm. but want it, want something just a little spookier, a little spookier, and a little bit easier to dip in and out of. I think yes, a little more self-contained narratives and shorter bursts. What, one, one thing I would say, sort of. Ge- 
going into the Magnus archives is if you look at it and go, there's 165 episodes. I'm not sure I can manage that. That's fine. But there, there are a lot of, they're all really independent stories. Every now and again, there will be something to tie it to something else that was casually mentioned at some other point. Or very seriously mentioned. But that doesn't take away from the fact that this is very specifically this story. Unless you get a two-parter. I've encountered one two-parter so far. And Hmm. it's like, you know, here is a a horrifying thing. Somebody reported or, or told the story to this person that they had encountered a, a, a strange figure standing by an alleyway asking for a cigarette. But <laughs> they appeared to be floating and they were sort of weird or their mouth didn't move or something like that. Something unsettling was occurring. Something unsettling was occurring and it is a report that's been sort of handwritten, usually handwritten, and then is being read by this person. Yeah. And they are a very good horror writer, Jonathan Sims, I think yeah. it is. Um occasionally you will get like another character will come in and be like yes i'm giving my my account directly yeah okay oh, and the, 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 they will read that particular story but it's like cool this is like really interesting and sometimes like i think the first time i encountered it it was like if this is this thing then this is a cause for concern it's like that came with no backstory no no reason that I should know what they were talking yeah. about. Just like, there is a wider world. Yeah. Ah. It's, it's that thing we were talking about with uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, where sometimes it feels you're just dropped into a world where it's like, they're not going to always explain what a thing is for my benefit because mm-hmm. they know what it is. Yes. And it's scary and they don't need to go, ah, we are scared because it is that. It's just like, no, yes. no, no, it's the hold, th- hold the exposition. No, it's the thing. We know the thing. The thing's bad. Just trust us. The thing's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that sort of Tolkien-esque thing of the world exists. You're yes. going to experience it. You're not going to be told what everything is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like that sort of like, and the first time I was like, oh, this takes a big weight off. Because knowing that at any point they could just go, blah, 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 blah. This is very serious because of something in the world. And you can go, cool, that's taken a lot of pressure off. I can just dip in yeah. now to any episode. And if they go, this thing, this is a name that we should be very seriously concerned about. And go, I don't, don't know that's, who that is. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's the thing that's making me feel a lot more confident that I will get through this than... I feel about like catching back up on Nightvale because mm-hmm. Nightvale, every time I try, I'm like, I can't just jump in where I was up to. Mm-hmm. I need to go back from the beginning. Yep. So I have started from the beginning of Nightvale about four times now. Same. And it's like, I've, I just, I just want to catch up. I, I know that I will never get back fully into Nightvale and ca- catch up to date on it unless I get back to a point in my life where I have a, a early in the morning or late at night commute. Uh, Honestly, unless I have like four or five days a week where I have an hour's walk in the dark. Unless we have fully automated luxury gay space communism. Yeah. Or I get to retire at some point. I don't think I'm ever going to get no. to catch up with now. Welcome to Nightmare. I realise I'm living in a fantasy. 
pixie land. No, you know, pixies. you know what we should do? We should go for that thing in London where we can get infected with the coronavirus and get two weeks off. Oh. And then just lie and listen to Welcome to Night Vale. Two weeks yeah. is enough. We could probably catch up in yeah, two weeks. Between us, that's seven grand as well. We could pay for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I sincerely looked up their website and was like... <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, they offer you, they offer you a TV and internet, and they say, they they say on their website, they're like, oh no, we totally get people who just come and remote work while you know we work on them in hazmat suits. Hi, we can get so much creative work done. Oh god, <laughs> can I bring my graphics tablet? I've got a lot of art to do. <laughs> And I'm going to need to stream a couple of nights a week. Yeah, yeah. Hey, everyone, say hi to the hazmat team. <laughs> I mean, you would get so many <laughs> fucking Twitch viewers <laughs> if, if you were like, oh, yeah, streaming so-and-so from the coronavirus tent. <laughs> Woo, here, helping them find a cure. This is Dave from Hazmat. This is I, Janice from Hazmat. How did I know that it was going to be Dave? Because <laughs> it's always Dave. It's always Dave. It's Dave and Janice. <laughs> they do the things. Yeah. Pat. Don't forget Pat. Don't forget Pat. <laughs> so yes, got a clipboard. So yes, uh, the Magnus Archives, real good so far. Real, real good. Really enjoying I'm, it. I'm not as far through it as you, but uh, um, yeah, I think I'm like twenty six episodes. I'm, I'm like now. I'm like seven or eight. Thirty episodes through. Oh, I'm like seven or eight, so I'm a bit behind you. But yeah, I've been just chugging through it. It's like every every spare twenty minutes I have is like right. I'm gonna. It's been, it's also been really good for yeah. not looking at my phone. Yes. Because I cannot do two things at once with the Magnus Archives. Yes, It's same. been really good for, I'm just going to not do anything. I'm going to, maybe I, I will look out the window and enjoy the view, but I'm not going to have anything diverting my attention. Yes. Because my brain won't manage it. This, this is the thing, is I need... Maybe next week when the big work project I'm doing right now is out of the way, maybe I will listen to some more, but mm -hmm. I can't multitask the Magnus Archives, no. and most of my media consumption time is multitasked. Yeah. Same. <clears throat> Same. The peril and curse of working from home about computers is like, oh, I feel like if I'm watching this, I should be writing about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's understandable. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far, and thanks to everyone that's recommended it to me. Fab. You did it! I finally got around to watching it! Yay! Uh, anything else you have put in your ears? Um... Nope, that's it. That's it for me as well. Mm. Well then. Time for this. Yeah. Hello, come in, come in. Hi, is this the the right place for the interview? Yes, it is. Hello, come in, sit down. Hi, um, yeah, I'm... I, I saw that it said that there was no experience necessary and that you, you could give training. Yes, yes, that's uh, that's correct. Could you tell me your name first? Alice Douglas? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a little bit uh, too nice of a name. Did, did, would you be open to changing it? What what were you thinking of? Uh, I don't know. Um, Something like Agnes the Terrifying off the top of my head. Sure wasn't too tied to the family name anyway. Um, okay, and, uh, the, the hair colour? Pink, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the pink colour. Uh, how negotiable is the hair colour? What were you thinking? Uh, sort of stringy, black, stutty features, a bit greasy. Okay, yeah. And, uh, how, how old are you? 27. Is, 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 is that a problem? You did say that, like, there was no experience necessary, age, age not important, and I feel it would be ageist... If you were to bring that up as a problem against me, uh, it's 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 fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, so um, 
How's your forlorn moaning? Um. Well, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna echo, it's gonna echo a bit more than that. But it's, it's not a bad start. We can, we can work with that. Okay, how about this? See, there we go. That's a bit more. That's showing some initiative. That's that's a much. That's much more promising. So, do you think I could really make it as a bug witch? Uh, you know, I think you might have what it takes. Are you like me? Do you miss the good old days when a part-time job as a fry cook could earn you enough to buy a house? Run a car? Back in the days of white picket fences and apple pie and the darkness in the hearts of man. Cut, cut. Uh, we need, we need to keep it more light. The days of white picket fences and apple pie and a cup of good hot black joe. Before all this millennial nonsense, and back when life was good, and PC culture was probably a kind of yogurt. Then maybe Civil 54 is for you. We've created a micro-dimension that is a perfect recreation of the United States. The greatest United States. The United States of 1954. I'm David Lynch. Join me in Civil 54. And let us take you back. Way back. <laughs> do you want to know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brucial Justice Warriors. Brucial Justice Warriors. Yeah. Alright, Larry. Alright, Barry. How you doing? I'm not too bad, mate. How are you? I'm alright, I'm alright. Just, uh... Got back from the shops, buying some essentials. Yeah, how was it? You know, managed to avoid flying, uh, flying bricks or cans of beans, was it? Oh gosh, I uh, this was the third time I've been down the shops, and I finally managed to find some loo roll. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a wild one, trying to trying to get basic, not not you know huge amounts, just. Enough that, you know, the amount I usually need for a month, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that you've run out or, you know, you have come to that time in the month when it is time to do the monthly shop for toilet rolls. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I also have spent maybe three days trying to get some. Yeah, you have so, any luck? I did eventually get some from the local corner shop. So yeah. at least, you know, we can support local businesses at this <laughs> time of need. Always a good thing. But at the same time, like, it is very concerning that, you know, there's no antibacterial soap, there's no hand wash, there's no toilet roll, the pasta's all missing, a lot of the canned goods oh, have pe- all vanished. Yeah, people are panic buying because, you know, Absolutely. illness is going round. Uh, an illness that, by the way, does not make you have diarrhea, so you don't need, you know, mountains of loo roll. Really? Because I, I do remember, like, very early on seeing, like, things about Apparently no, I was like, oh. about it. Apparently that is not an associated symptom. That was just a thing that some people also had at the same time. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, apparently you don't you don't need mountains of loo roll. Well, Your no. regular amount should do. 
No, and I mean, the other problem, of course, I suppose, is that, you know, there are people who can't perhaps afford well, yeah. to buy, you know, stockpiling huge amounts, and, and then they are ending up, you know, struggling, because... Yeah. You know, it's like, well, that's it. I'm on a, I'm on a low budget. I, you know, can only buy, you know, like the the two roll pack. Yeah. Well, this is it. People who, you know, are on a, uh, you know, poor people, people who are on a lower budget, maybe people who are on pensions, who yeah. are on uh, benefits. Who get I hear paid. this has been very seriously affecting people who use food banks. Exactly. Because the problem is, is like, let's say you get your money once a week and you've got enough to, you know, buy that week's loo roll and that's fine. Yeah. But suddenly it's like, well, the only loo roll that's left is one 36 pack. Can't afford to do that. Yeah. But if I don't buy it now, will there be any left next time I'll come? Indeed. When, you know, it's... This panic buying is basically just people who have excess money going, I'm scared, I'm going to buy everything, and denying it to the people who, you know, need to buy little and often. Yeah, and well, not just that, you know, there are. I was reading a thing today where uh, like a local hospital was saying that they were finding that people had been stealing the hand sanitizer from yeah. around the hospital, which is there to keep their loved ones healthy, I assume. Yeah. And also, uh, can I just say, like, for, putting aside the albeit very big issue of panic buyers, you know, hurting people who are economically worse off. Uh, the hand soap panic buying in particular is one that I found really mind-boggling because people, don't you realise, you can buy a thousand jars of hand soap so that, you know, you bought the whole set in the shop. And sure, you're going to kill germs that are on your hands, but you buying all the hand soap means a hundred other people won't be able to buy hand soap and they will get ill and catch germs and spread them on. You are not you know, lessening the spread of disease, you are making it worse because you're the only one who gets to wash their hands. Yeah, and doctors are saying that, you know, those paper masks aren't worth anything because the virus is too small and, uh, that, you know, a lot of those masks, just they're just too porous for this exactly. sort of thing. Exactly. Might be good for keeping sawdust out of your face if you're doing a little yeah. bit of woodworking, but not really going to help you with this. Also, if you do happen to get the face masks that are actually good for, for that stuff... What you, you don't need them as a precautionary measure. What you do, you do you need them for is people who are sick wear them, and it stops the disease leaving them. As opposed to I'll put a mask on, and everyone else that's around will still get ill, but I'll be safe. Like yeah, you know, you should be allocating those resources to the people who are ill, not to the totally healthy sections of the population. Yeah, and then you've got people who are immunocompromised who are like, yeah. well, I can't find the hand gel, the face masks, the, the, the antibacterial soap that I medically require. Exactly, exactly. Like, this is not only hurting people who cannot afford to buy their basic necessities as and when they need them right now, but it's also making the spread of disease worse. Yeah, you know, there's been, like, fist fighting in stores in Australia. It's... It, uh... I mean, I understand that people are scared, but, you know, there are countries that have done this really well. They've kept yeah. the public informed. They've talked about exactly what they're doing. They are dealing with sort of people getting off planes in a very particular way. You know, making sure that everyone is as healthy as they can be. They And they are places that haven't had panic buying or people stealing hand sanitizers from hospitals. Because they're keeping the public well informed and they have a plan. Yeah. You've got places like America where Donald Trump is basically going, yeah, probably pray it away or yeah. something. And uh, apparently, even Japan hasn't been good at keeping people well informed about yeah. the situations. 
Also, can we just say fuck you to the people who are price gouging, who've bought stuff to sell it at like ridiculous markups? Yeah, people on on like uh, Facebook Marketplace and and like, yeah. like a lot of their like local selling places, just like yeah, he's five hundred quid for a loo roll. Yeah, you can fuck off, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck I you, trying to make money out of you know out of people's uh, fear and necessity. Yeah, we what we need is people to be well educated, not just like terrified yeah they need to be properly informed yeah. and and the the media does not really do a very good job of that in this country and in most other murder controlled news corporation yeah. countries i feel i'm gonna get a bit more ranty about this so would you fancy hug me yeah i could do with a hug yeah same. <sighs> Good hug, good hug. Good hug, good hug. Oh, right, shall I uh, pop the kit along? Yeah, have a cup of tea. Nice, nice. The van crew and friends dangerous. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Well, you can't miss that. <laughs> it's a lot of... Yes? Mm, where can we find you on the internet, darling? Me? You instead of... Laura K. Buzz in all the places. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all of them. LauraKBuzz.com. That's where all the links go. It's where all my written freelance uh, videos and podcast things go. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did a freelance feature this week for Fandom. The first time I've written for them, I wrote a thing about Animal Crossing and Asperger's. Are you the Fandom Menace? I I I I hope I've not been a menace. I read <laughs> I read all of their style guide notes extensively. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a thing you can check out. That's linked on laurakbuzz.com, uh, patreon.com forward slash laurakbuzz. That is what makes my living. If you can chuck me a dollar a month or more on there, that that is what lets me do this. Uh, I am on a bunch of podcasty things. I'm on Pixel Squirt where we talk about video game pornography. <laughs> Uh, I am on uh, Tonal Whiplash. That has come. That has come back. It's an interview podcast where I ask alternating serious and silly questions to various guests. Uh, we had Tanya DePass on recently, who uh, you that might know awesome. from you might know from uh, from their Twitch streaming, or from the fact that they're on an official Dungeons and Dragons podcast by Wizards of the Coast, or because they have a uh, charity called I Need Diverse Games, which mm -hmm. is a cool thing that they they run. Uh, Tanya is one of my favourite people. Go check that out. It's a really lovely conversation we had. Lots of, lots of really interesting, like, deep dive stuff that was just really interesting to learn. Um, also, I'm on Podquisition, where we tell you whether your favourite video games are great and or perfect. Dare the Tentacle. Uh, Dare the Tentacle, perfect. Yay. <laughs> if, if it's one you like, it's perfect. <gasps> Yay. Um... I am also on Dice Funk, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and soon season seven. Mm. Uh, season six is just about to wrap up. Uh, I'm real proud of the 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 arc I've had on season six of that show. Uh, the most recent, mm, not the most, mm, not the episode that goes up the same day as this, but the previous week's episode made me cry. Aww. Yeah, no, it, it was good. Uh, Our DM did a good emotional gut punch, and I was like, oh, you got my character right in the heart. Um, yeah, those are the things I do. Mm. What about you? Me? Yeah. I do Twitch streaming on twitch.tv slash Janiac. 
where you can watch me playing Magic the Gathering rather badly. There will be, uh, next two weeks there'll be no Tuesday streams. Although I suppose at this point there'll be one week that there's no Tuesday stream. Because this Tuesday will be happening right now when we're recording and it won't be going up for another five days. Anyway, uh, so there's not... <laughs> Time travel's weird. Time travel. Um, yeah, but I, I stream definitely on Thursdays from about eight, like quarter to eight uh, p.m. UK time. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure what I'm playing at the moment, but there's probably lots of good ideas. I'm also on Twitter, uh, Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I have Patreon. That's Stone to Monkey Radio, and I would super appreciate if you could drop me as little as a dollar a month. And if you can't, then maybe uh, your podcast app of choice, give us a, a review or something, or a like, or share with a friend. Yeah. You know, all the things that you do with podcasts that you like. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Like, comment, and, and subscribe. click the bell. <laughs> I mean, it's going up on your YouTube I mean, channel. I suppose it does. You could click the bell. If you want to listen to this, you can go over to Laura K. Buzz on YouTube. Yeah. If you want to listen to it on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, those yeah. are also options. Oh, I forgot to say, I Twitch stream Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, 10 till 1? Uh, usually 10pm till 1am UK time. Uh, currently it's an hour earlier because time zone America changed their time zones. But it's 5pm uh, Eastern, 2pm Pacific. Universal global time now. Yeah, so like in three weeks we'll shift back to 10 till 1. But uh, <laughs> goodness. Is that everything? Uh, I think so. PayPal.me slash Jane Magnet and Redbubble Stone Monkey Radio. You can get a Spookake t-shirt. Yeah, sing us out, darling. It's spooky. Yeah. Well, until next time, be a stranger. I will. Yeah. Hmm.